what is fear? How is it different from anxiety? How can we help family, friends, and those in our community that are afraid are overly anxious due to the coronavirus, a serious illness, a job loss, a move, are the threat of a recession? And why can fear be both helpful and harmful? Join us today as we discuss dealing with fear and anxiety in challenging times. My guest today is Marty Lentfett, a Christian counselor, wife, mother, and grandmother. This is Kay Meyer, president of Family Shield Ministries and your host for today's program. Thanks, Marty, for being our guest today on Family Shield. You're welcome, Kay. Thank you for having me. Uh, You're very welcome. Well, this is a topic that uh, everybody knows and deals with. But before we launch into the uh, specifics of it, tell our listeners about your family. Oh, my family is, uh, I have four children. I'm I'm married to Vern. We've been married for, my goodness, we're approaching 40 years. My husband's a pastor in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. And uh, we have uh, four adult kids, two grandkids, and Right now, um, we have two of our adult kids who are sheltering in place with us. And mm. our grandkids we're connecting with via uh, video um, because of the sheltering in place. And they're in another location. So, And, and uh, um, we're very blessed uh, with health among us all. So I'm so thankful for that. You bet, you bet. I've seen some of the lovely pictures on Facebook of you, your children, and those precious grandchildren. What a blessing that is. Absolutely. You bet. Well, we want to talk about fear and anxiety today. Let's define what is fear. Fear is an emotional response to a known or a definite threat. You know, for example, if you're walking down the street and somebody jumps out and points a gun at you, you're going to have a fear response that is a part of that protective uh, mechanism, that survival system that God built inside of us. Uh, fear and anxiety can occur together, and sometimes people use the terms interchangeably, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. Um, anxiety follows from an unknown or a poorly defined threat. You know, often the, 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 uh, the concern that, and, uh, with regard to apprehension a uh, vague sense that something might happen, mm-hmm. but it actually hasn't. Okay, good. I just want to go back for a second. So really, God put this emotion of fear into us. Yes. Would that be the way we would say it? I mean, it is true that it's one of our emotions. Exactly. And it's, it's you know, I have written in my notes that it's a God-designed part of the survival system that he placed inside mm. of us to help uh, keep us, functioning. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, for example, if um, you're in the wild and there's um, the approach of, of a dangerous animal and you take shelter, uh, that can be very protective. So it serves an important purpose. It can go haywire. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and that is sometimes where anxiety begins to creep in. And, and as anxiety um, feeds itself oftentimes, um, then we see the anxiety become maybe disordered, you mm-hmm. know, anxiety disorders or panic or things like that. Okay. And, so, and the symptoms that we have, you know, when, when you are frightened, when you uh, experience uh, a f- 
terrifying um, event, what happens in your body somatically is very similar to what it what occurs with anxiety. So that mm-hmm. tightness of chest and the mm-hmm. the heart beating rapidly, um, the muscle tension, those kinds of things, they feel very very much uh, akin to one another, and that's where you know we can kind of get derailed and, mm-hmm. and fall into an extreme response with regard to this um, this important uh, survival mechanism that's inside of us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, again, and I think you said this, fear can be helpful or harmful. Correct. Uh, and you already gave some examples of being helpful. I, you know, I had down that because we're afraid of a car accident, I always put my seatbelt on. Um, maybe some people don't, but just simple things like that. Uh, uh, we we shelter in fi- in place. You talked about that. The coronavirus is still with us. Yeah. And um, most of us are being very careful. Uh, those that are not being careful sometimes are kind of, I think, just kind of thumbing their nose at God. Well, he'll take care of me if they believe in God. Maybe some don't. But uh, but it's important that we listen to our fears and be careful because it can keep us safe then, can't it? Absolutely. And to, to be wise with regard to the... Um the resources that God has placed in front of us, like your seatbelt. Oh, yeah. Like the knowledge that we get through science that uh, compels um, the CDC and others to say, we need to stay in and not uh, be close to one another to try and quell the transmission of certain viruses. Um, so absolutely, you know, we mm-hmm. we need to take this information and, and the response from our body mm-hmm. and... and Say okay, what is God telling me here, and yeah. how do how do I best listen? Good. Well, one of the reasons I wanted to do this, obviously, many people in our community today are afraid, and some are extremely anxious. I had uh, uh, a couple people that I know that normally I've not seen that, and I would say they weren't just fearful; they were. Mm-hmm. experiencing extreme anxiety, but it kind of was related to the coronavirus and some of the things going on in their life. And I want to just spend a couple minutes talking about if we know, if it's us, you know, what we can do, but if we know someone else that's going through that, how do we address it? As Christians, we have Bible verses we might share, but I think there's some things we need to do besides that, like James one nineteen says, "Be quick to hear and slow to speak." And right. I think listening is important, isn't it? Before we just start throwing Bible verses at them. Absolutely, listening is very is very important. And as you listen, you know maybe you do what we call in in, in counseling, reflecting back, mm. letting the person know that you're hearing by saying, "It sounds like." you're feeling a lot of tension in your body um, because you, you, you just can't relax. And, and maybe you help them find some, some things in their life that help them quiet themselves. Uh-huh. Good, you know? good. Um, so yes, listening and, and letting the person that's speaking know that you're listening uh-huh. is really important because through the talking, 
they can actually um, achieve, a, a, you know, bring that pulse point down. Um, mm-hmm. Some other things that I think are very, very helpful is, is knowing how our bodies are designed so that we can um, encourage a healthy functioning. And, and a lot of times when we're afraid and we're anxious, we stop um, doing the things that help us, you know, or we do the things that are, are hurtful. You know, we don't put on our seatbelt. Mm-hmm. We drink too much or take medications that aren't helpful or we uh, drink a lot of caffeine, and, and which, you know, makes us even more jittery. Um, we stop, we, we stop uh, exercising, which can really help us with how we breathe, and that oxygen mm. can help us, uh, you know, achieve that calm. Sometimes we, um, when we're listening to that person who is perhaps, you know, for example, right now, many people are af- afraid and worried and anxious all at once because there are mm-hmm. both known things about the coronavirus and unknown Unknown, things. yeah. And so, you know, we're seeing a, an awful lot, or I'm seeing an awful lot of, of ang- anxiety and, and even panic. So I'm helping people, you know, with the kind of, you know, deep breathing that brings calm all the way down to your, to your diaphragm hmm. and exhaling slowly and reminding them that while it's important to have accurate information, being obsessive about watching the news can be hurtful. Oh, you know, yes. being locked into a 24-7 uh, flow of, of news and information can feed that anxiety so limited and use reputable sources when you're wanting to gather information. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some clients that are telling me I'm only watching comedies right now because oh. I just can't do anything. Can't handle it. Yeah. And that's, that's actually a good, might be that's okay. a good plan, mm-hmm. you know, playing board games with your family. Um, if you're in an area where it's safe to walk and you can do so um, and keep the distance that we need to keep in order to be uh, healthy, go for walks with your mm-hmm, family. Mm-hmm. You know, my husband and I go out walking fairly regularly and we'll you know, uh, clear the sidewalk when we see a family of sometimes four or mm-hmm. five people on bikes coming our way. And But that can really help us um, be good stewards of what God has created within us. Absolutely, absolutely. So when is it appropriate to share a couple Bible verses with someone that is dealing with fear or anxiety? I think that, you know, once they have begun, begun that give and take or you've engaged in that give and take, I think you're, you're right on that we maybe don't want to do that right off the, the bat and we don't want to hit them over the head with, with scriptures. But once they've they've exchanged some information with you, and sometimes you can you know visibly if you're having a conversation where you could, you're skyping and you can see them, and you can see that they're visibly relaxing, or you can hear that the pace of their voice is beginning to slow, and so you get a sense that they're starting to calm down. Then, you know, well, you know, Philippians four says, reminds us, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, you know, present your thoughts to God, and then you tell them, God is listening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He knows. He knows what you're thinking. So, you know, 
you you establish that relationship and you let them know that you're listening. And you can even ask them, may I tell you what really helps me? Oh, yeah, that would be great. When... So you, you get their permission. Sure. You know, um, I turn to Scripture and God puts it right in front of me that, that um, he's always with us. You know, an anxious heart weighs down a man, but a kind word cheers him up, and I'm here to give you that kind mm-hmm. word. Uh, so you can ask their permission and then, uh, you know, share them a, a verse the, or two. The verse yeah. that, that, you know, that is on your heart. Very good, very good. We can also obviously pray for them and yes. maybe even follow up if we're talking by phone or through a Zoom uh, counseling session. I don't know, you know, I don't yep. do counseling, but you do. Uh, maybe text them, you know, just letting sure. them know I'm thinking of you. I want to make some announcements and then we'll come back and continue talking about dealing with fear and anxiety in challenging times. And today is definitely been challenging times. One of the things I hear and I've said as well, people will say, never had this happen before. This is really a challenging time. Uh, But God walks with us no matter what happens, and we can trust him. Today, Family Shield is giving away No Need to Fear. To request this complimentary booklet, call the Family Shield Response Center, 1-877-250-8416, or email us at witness2family at gmail.com. You can sign up to receive our complimentary email newsletter that's sent out monthly on our website, www.familyshieldministries.com, or you can email us your uh, email address, and we can sign you up at witness2family at gmail.com. Fear of the coronavirus and problems with our economy are causing many problems in the United States, including financial problems for many nonprofit organizations. Family Shield is one of them. Your financial support is critical during these trying times. Uh, if you can, please send a gift to Family Shield, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri 63123. We also covet your prayers. You can learn more on our website again, www familyshieldministries.com. Marty, I want to let our listeners know or let you tell them uh, if if anybody would need a Christian counselor, that's what you do. I'm not sure right now if you are doing that. Um, I am. I am doing telehealth uh, counseling, so I'm doing therapy on the phone right now. And, you know, because I live in a state where we are sheltering in and my office actually is in the St. Louis area, and, and they are sheltering in right now yeah. as well. So um, I can be reached at uh, mlintvet at kaleostl.com or, um, you know... Um, I could give out your telephone yeah, number you if someone's interested. Yeah, you can give out the number that I, that I, that I sent sure. you. Uh-huh. And, and uh, yes, I am currently uh, doing counseling via the phone. A lot of folks are doing Zoom counseling, but uh, I'm not as comfortable Uh with that particular medium uh, with regard to the HIPAA stuff. Okay, yeah. So I'm using telephone. Sure, and that's absolutely fine, but I would think there are people that need that, and I just wanted to mention that. And we will, if you need that, 
just uh, contact us, witness to family at gmail.com, and I'll send that information to anyone that is interested in connecting with Marty. So we're talking again about uh, dealing with fear and anxiety in challenging times. And uh, we talked about it being good and bad. What are some of the problems that can arise uh, that are not good from especially the, I would say, well, fear too, but anxiety especially, because you you mentioned when you defined them that anxiety is from an unknown threat. So, right. Sometimes a, a, a specific threat can bleed into, um, you know, for example, the experience of, of um, a car accident can, can become uh, a fearfulness with regard to driving, you know, in general. Mm-hmm. So when it impacts our daily functioning, you know, when, when the, the anxiousness keeps us from leaving the house, or, you know, driving the car, or um, we ex- experience the symptoms that kind of uh, derail us. And so it, because many of the, the physical symptoms are present with some medical conditions, it's always really important to, you know, if your, your functioning is impacted, to, you know, check in with your doctor and rule out the presence of a medical concern that might be uh, creating uh, the, you know, chest pain or ringing in the ears Mm. or, you know, sometimes excessive sweating and and things of that nature. So you want to rule that out and then, okay, I I still am not accomplishing anything because I'm thinking about this over and over Mm. and over again. And my doctor says that medically I'm fine. So then check in with a counselor. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, some people want to do a self-help, uh, take that path first, and there are a number of different resources. You mm-hmm. mentioned yeah. uh, something that, that, that I think was a giveaway. That sounds like that would be, might be a good one. And, sure. You know, there are, are books and websites, mm-hmm. and um, the Mayo Clinic and the National Institute of Mental Health have good websites, but there are also, also some very good books and um, things available on YouTube that that are helpful. Well, you shared a couple um, resources with me. Maybe this would be a good time to mention that. Let's start with the children's books. You you mentioned a couple of those because I would guess that parents and grandparents are are dealing with children that have heard some of this and are fearful, are anxious as well. So what are some of those resources? Um, There are a couple of books. One is called Anxious Abbey and the Camp Trust Challenge, Bible Truths for Kids Who Worry by Alyssa Cathers and Mm. Snyder. And then uh, Lisa Turkhurst has a book uh, called It Will Be Okay, Trusting God Through Fear and Change. And I actually bought that one uh, for my grandkids. And um, those particular books are intended for an adult to read with a child or to a child. Uh, there are others that help, you know, parents and adults um, facilitate discussion, but I think to have a book that you can, you're reading to a child can be very helpful in opening the discussion, not only giving them some education, but opening the discussion for the, the door for them to talk to you. A lot of times kids are a barometer or the emotional climate in the house. So even if the parents are trying to keep them from knowing that, um, you know, we're not sure about uh, mom or dad's job 
or, you know, we don't know how long we're going to be sheltering in place, they can sense that tension that the parents um, are, are experiencing. And a lot of times we'll see it played back, even though they don't really know to speak of it um, in, through their behavior. A lot of times it's negative behaviors that, that communicate to, to the family, we're, up, we're worried too, but we don't really know what about. Mm-hmm. But we're upset because you're upset. Yeah. So yeah, it definitely transfers, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the books uh, the, that I mentioned could be very helpful in just facilitating dialogue and giving some information and helping kind of calm the situation. Yeah. And then you know maybe you walk together with your kids, and that that can also be uh, very very calming for the family. Good. And then for adults, you know, um, Greg Jantz has a couple of books out, Seven Answers for Anxiety, mm. you know, Overcoming Anxiety, uh, Worry and Fear that are very, very good. Um, Arch Hart, who's been around for a long time, Archibald Hart has The Anxiety Cure. It's not a new book, but it's a really good one. And then Elise Fitzpatrick has a, a book called Overcoming Fear, Worry, and Anxiety. So Wonderful. those kinds of things those can be great. helpful. Yeah. Um, some folks will want to log on to, like, for example, uh, I said, mentioned the Mayo Clinic website or the National Institute for Mental Health, and it, some of those um, organizations, some of the local ho- hospitals will have groups available. Oh. You know, right now they might be via Zoom, um, and uh, so that can be helpful as well. <clears throat> yeah, yes, that's right. So when does someone need something beyond uh, to talk to a friend or a book, uh, to come to a counselor, what, what would the, you know, is it just up to them or are, are there well, some signs it, that are going to cause you to say, maybe you really do need to get some professional counseling? Yeah, a lot of times their family and friends will be a part of the mirror that's reflecting back. So, you know, maybe, you know, your your husband or your wife says, you know, maybe you need to talk to someone else. Take that information as as helpful. Uh, if you can't, you know, as I mentioned earlier, if you're having a difficult time with things that normally are not difficult for mm-hmm. you, you know, if you're having a hard time getting out of bed, uh, if you can't stay on task, if you... Um, the persistence of that negative somatic uh, um, symptom is uh, keeping you from from your normal tasks. Uh, then you you do want to check in with a okay. counselor. Okay, that's good to know because sometimes it can go too far, and uh, they really do need some professional right uh, yes. people to work with them. Thank you so much. Yes, that's great. And, and you know, I refer to you know, those kinds of, of sessions as kind of a mental health tune-up. Mm. It may not mean mean that you need anything long-term, and a lot of times people are afraid to check in with a counselor because, you know, they're afraid they're going to get stuck in that chair forever. But no, you know, most counselors uh, follow from a, a perspective that they want to help you have the tools to live mm-hmm. a healthy life mm-hmm. and to... to uh, the tools that you can use yourself to get relief from negative emotions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, good. So, uh, Marty, our, our time's winding down, but what else do I need to ask you uh, as we think about our listeners and fear and anxiety? Well, you had mentioned uh, earlier uh, praying for mm. them. 
Yeah. And praying with them as well can uh, yes. be very, very helpful with if you have a friend or a family member. And and so, you, you know, I, I really want to stress how important, you know, keeping God at the center of everything is. Mm-hmm. And... Um, being good stewards through how, you know, how we eat, what we eat, that um, rest and respite mm-hmm. are so important in being good stewards of, of you know, our bodies. Um, praising God, keeping a gratitude journal uh, can remind us that um, a mind that's focused on praising God becomes a mighty fortress, oh, and that funny. can really help us mm-hmm. uh, keep that fear at bay. So, I, you know, those kinds of things, I think, are, are things I'd want to um, kind of wind down with. Sure, sure. And, of course, I had multiple verses here, and I yeah. can read just a couple of them. Uh, Say to those with anxious hearts, take courage, fear not. Behold, your God will come. He will save you. And uh, uh, Isaiah 41, do not fear, for I am with you. Do not Anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Surely I will help you. I will with I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And there are so many verses. We have two minutes left, though, Marty. Uh, one uh, additional closing thought from you would be great. Oh gosh, um, taking comfort in in God's word and His faithfulness to us. In all circumstances, uh, even this this distressing, distressing and and you know very unusual time is is so important that he is constant and he has not gone anywhere and he will see us through to the other side. I think um, with mindfulness uh, to the resources he's he's placed in front of us to be wise and uh, I. Thank you, Kay, because that's kind of a, a theme for, and has been for Family Shield for mm-hmm. many years. That we are wise with the resources that God's put in front of us, and that we're not afraid to look at the, the hard things mm-hmm. and ask Him and acknowledge that He's present in the all of the hard things and the, the blessings. You bet. You bet. Well, thank you so much. My guest has been Marty Lentfett, and she is a Christian counselor. We've been talking about dealing with fear and anxiety. We want to encourage our listeners to uh, trust the Lord, cast all your fears upon him, uh, pray with a friend if you're having uh, a challenge with this, and and don't be afraid to uh, to call and get professional help because sometimes that's what you need. So again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. You can get our booklet, No Need to Fear, by calling our response center, 1-877-250-8416. And uh, thank you so much for listening. God bless your day. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield. Family Shield.